right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Neon Rainbow Podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to all you crazy folks out there that have dared to chase your musical dreams. I'm sitting here with Jaren Weaver. Hello. My name is Haley Fletcher. We're really, really appreciative that you guys tuned in this week. As always. Nope. If you hear the pitter-patter of puppy feet... We just gave the doggo a bath. Yeah, he just got a bath, so he is... Rambunctious. Bat shit crazy. Oh, he's finally laying down. Yeah, so everything's going to smell like wet dog. And now that we gave him a bath, now he's giving himself a bath. Ew, really? Yeah. It's good oh, stuff. Yeah. He doesn't like the shampoo. <laughs> okay, so any of you ladies that know, or even guys, if you have blonde hair, you have like the purple toning shampoo normally... And mine is really, really intense. I get it some from some of my hairdressers. And if I leave it on my hair and it's like super blonde, it turns it like lilac purple. So it's so hard for me not to put it on the dog. And I know it's not good Maybe for his Halloween. skin. But I want to do it like just on his tail, like away from his skin for everybody that's going to be coming for me. Like, ooh, don't do that on your dog. Shut up. I want my dog to be purple. That's Halloween. It. Halloween. Mm -mm. Halloween. Prince. He can be Prince for Halloween. Oh, shit. That would be the best. (laughs) Anyway, this is a music podcast. It um, is. But it's got got dog in it today, like normal, but, you know, bath. Bath dogs. So crazy. (laughs) Why don't you tell the lovely people what we're going to be doing this week or talking about this week? So this week we're going to be talking about... Hopefully, sooner or later, when you get uh, so far, you start getting invited to um, entertainment industry parties. Mm-hmm. And this is also applying to if you go out of your way to go to like a music networking conference or like a songwriting workshop, and they've got their like cocktail hour, anything party related yeah. event. Uh, some of the research we did said. It, they didn't really recommend you going to an actual networking event because those people that are networking are all after one thing, how to help themselves. Pretty much. And I would agree. nobody would agree. really walks away with... Meaningful relationships. Yeah. So it's all about them. But if you find an event where you can do some networking and at the same time, you know, it's some other type of event, that's where they really recommend you putting that hat on. Mm-hmm. I've always... I learned in school every event is an... Uh, <clears throat> A um, what would you call that? A networking event. So yeah, just true. treat it. I mean, it was something that was instilled and ingrained in me when I was in school that anything, anybody, anywhere is a networking opportunity. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean to bombard people with. We'll get more into that, but not all of these rules are going to apply every day. But yeah, you know, don't we'll, hit up the dude next to you at the urinal. It's not. It's not nice. <laughs> In fact, I would say no talking at the urinal. No, no, no. If I was a guy, I'd pull out a CD and put it like right next to um, my thing that was pink and be like, oh, my God, look at this. And then, you know, everybody else can go, what the hell? And they're going to look and be like, ah, it's my CD. Here you go. I not, guarantee is, you. Is that not urinal etiquette? No, and I can guarantee you if you're doing that and you say, look at this, everyone's going to scatter. They're not going to look at that. No? No. No. I'd look. Well, all straight guys would scatter, but. Maybe not. All right. Anyway, this is what we're going to be doing. That went to a weird place, didn't it? I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So are you going to start us off or am I? Su- I? I suppose. So uh, some of these, again, are more of like the music industry events. Like whether it's, what do they call it? Like that radio. They've got all the radio heads that come with. 
country radio seminar. Yeah, that. CRS. Yeah, that. Absolutely this, that. And once again, we talk a lot of country because that's the industry we're in, but most of what we talk about can be used in all genres of music you're going after. Industry we in. Industry we in. <laughs> that's the industry we in. Yeah, well. Ew. But, uh, I don't know why this is funny, I but I'm laughing along. That's a smile and nod, baby. You are a smart man. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> all right. So before any of these... Uh, these bigger events, make sure you do your research. So that could be anything from where the event is being hosted, who is hosting it. And normally they send out like a either a public RSVP or they've got a guest list kind of a thing or people that they've invited. Do your research on some of these people because it's going to make you feel a lot more comfortable, or at least it has for me. Yeah. Because then you've got... I mean, easy talking points that you've already looked up at your disposal. And, I mean, that doesn't mean to memorize yeah. every person that's coming and what they look like and everything else. But to just kind of have a general idea of, you know, if ASCAP or BMI is having a party because, you know, a few albums hit. Number one. Number one or one of the best-selling albums and their songwriters happen to have written them and they're having these parties. All right. Who were the songwriters? What songs were they? Who cut them? When were they released? Like, just little stuff, and it, you don't even have to memorize it, but it's just something to remember. Yeah, you know? and it gives you an idea of when you get there, who am I supposed to seek out here in a genuine way, and uh, maybe make a connection. Mm-hmm. And another thing with that, um, again, especially for, like, these bigger, whether it's a launch or, rele- you know, launch or release party or some celebration of some sort, if you're going through that list of people and you're like, oh, my God, you see that, you know, one of your favorite people or somebody that would really benefit you meeting, um, if you see them on there, shoot them a tweet or an email, Instagram, you know, DM them some way and just like genuinely be like, hey, you know, I am so ex- I'm really looking forward to meeting you at XYZ event. Um, and you never want to start that off with, hi, I'm not a stalker. But, <laughs> <laughs> or my least favorite, and I've heard these at like networking events. I'm not looking for connections, but you've heard that, yeah. Oh, that's an immediate and then they asked down. you for something, and I was like, and he was like a grown man, <laughs> and you're like, shouldn't you be good at this? Like I'm 18 years old, and I'm going, hmm. that's no, <laughs> absolutely not. He must not get out of the house much. Probably not. Which one is two families? Two the, families. The one secret one. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not looking for any more connections. I'm. I'm tapped out. I'm split. I'm. T- <laughs> oh, they split it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's funny. Thank you. Thank you. All right, go ahead. All right. So this next one: if you have a outfit or an article of clothing that is interesting, or people really compliment, or really makes you stick out. It's a good idea to wear those at these types of events because you're going to be memorable. Um, If it's something like some type of slogan on it or logo or something, a lot of times people ask you about that. And then that's a way for you to get in with the conversation on, you know, what you do. But I don't know if you're going to an industry party. Hopefully you're not wearing a shirt with a logo on it. I mean, you could. Yeah. I mean, look at how many of these people wear a suit jacket with a band t-shirt underneath that's true i mean appropriate don't be like oh i got this really cool shirt in hawaii (laughs) watch this and it's like this obnoxious 
Dang, killer polo, bro. <laughs> Sick polo, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. Don't. Mm-mm. This next one I think is uh, one of my favorites. Is it? It is. Okay. It's a good one. All right. Then tell me about it. Okay. So, have you ever been at a party or something and someone stands way too close and they breath stank? You got that stank stank. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, it's a great idea that when you're going to these things, throw some mints in your pocket. Loose. Um, Loosey-goosey in there. Yes. So, it looks like you're popping <laughs> pills. That's the way you do it. I mean, it's um, an either, industry party. So, ooh. I would recommend doing like the... Uh, Listerine, use, strips. listerine strips, exactly. Those burn because if you're, you know, you got a piece of candy in your pocket, your pocket in your mouth. I mean, a lot of times you're sucking on it in the conversation, or you're chewing gum. So that kind of thing, you don't want that going on. No, and for some of these, and some people may laugh at me. So obviously, obviously, I wear deodorant every day anyway. <laughs> But, like, when I get up and I know I'm going to an event that evening, I put some on, like I always do in the morning, and then I put some on in the middle of the day, and then, like, I put on, like, an extra layer and a half or two layers of deodorant. Yeah. Just to make sure. Like, I'm not a smelly uh, person. The artists and the people you're looking to work with may not, because a lot of them are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hippies. Not quite hippie, but yeah. All natural. Yeah. Of course, they probably put... Ten extra layers, but it's Tom's deodorant. That doesn't work. <laughs> and it's coconut oil. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> they just... I don't know what's wrong. I left the house smelling like coconut. Now it yeah. smells like Crystal's burger. That's... <laughs> oh, that's when you know what's bad when you smell like crystals. Oh, man. But use some gum, that kind of a thing. Bring... And we know this seems like things that you should know already. But... Well, it's common sense, but even it's something that even if you brush your teeth for these events right before, if you're going to be drinking and eating something with these types of people. Yeah, there's normally always food. Mm, yeah, there is. We just ate and I'm like, damn, that's mm. good. I like food. Yeah, self-proclaimed foodie here. That's right. All right. So the next one, if you're an introvert. Which is me. That, yeah. I've gotten you out of your shell a little I've, bit. I've come a long way. Yeah, you yeah. have. Not me. I don't have an issue with these kind of things. Well, that's a lie. I still like to have something to do with my hands. But it helps. If I guess that was kind of Leads what us was, right into what yeah, we're about exactly. to say. If you're an introvert, it helps to have something in your hands. Um, now, whether that's if you're outside, a lot of artists started smoking because it was something to do with their hands. Um, a lot of people vape because it's something to do with their hands. That's why there's alcohol and all these different kind of beverages, especially people walking around with them on trays. Mm-hmm. That's why, I mean, obviously, if you don't drink, they've got, you know, club soda, seltzer water, they've got pop, they've got coffee, all that kind of stuff. But it's something to do with your hand. And especially if you've got it in one hand and you can kind of like tilt your straw over your cup, you got something to. It's a adult fidget spinner. Yeah, pretty much. If you bring a fidget spinner, <laughs> I'm blowing the party up. <laughs> now they got me on record now, but don't bring a fucking fidget. Oh, so while we're at that though, if you have a drink in your hand and you're using it as a somewhat of a prop, you're going to be obviously taking sips of it. So I think we another thing that really we don't have to say. Don't get shit faced. Yeah, don't drink to excess. Did I say the F word a minute ago? Uh, if you did, I didn't hear it. We'll go back and listen. Maybe we'll put a little beep. That'll only be the second time. Did I? I don't know. I don't think so. We'll find out. I've always started to say it on here, and normally I'm like, I f- mm. <laughs> sound like a horse. But yeah, don't get drunk. I mean, it's simple as that. I don't. 
Don't get drunk. You should know that already. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, everybody else around you may be, but don't. Uh, I mean, you want to keep your mind sharp. Oh, heck yeah. And you're meeting, hopefully meeting people that have, you know, could change your life or, heck, you could change their lives. Oh, so, heck I mean, yeah. It, it, this stuff really goes both ways. Um, yeah. Keep a good head on your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-explanatory, I guess. Now, this is cool. <clears throat> so we've got a book called, is it The Art of Body Language? I forget exactly what the title is. Sign of, something body language. We'll find the book and we'll uh, we'll put it on our blog. Maybe we'll clean through some of these notes and post them to the blog so people can just kind of have like a checklist of things to do. Yeah. But um, when yeah. you're looking to enter a group conversation, look for open groups. Um, you might ask what is an open yeah, group? Yeah, I'm like, everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about open? They've got a green light on them. I'm about to say like Facebook. It's, it, it says open group, closed yeah. group, public. Yeah, they wear that around their necks and little That's exactly. lanyards. But you just look at their body language. Um, so if everybody in these groups have their shoulders together and they make like a complete circle where obviously there's not room for you to like walk up, then it's closed off. Yeah, they don't want anyone else joining the group. And it may not be like intentional but that's just kind of how most people's body language works yeah um so if you want to try and find people that make like a half moon or have an opening that means you know subconsciously they're like yeah sure walk on up it's not like this oh we're talking in a circle we're talking in a circle um and then that way you can come join the party exactly um i think we were talking about you in this circle and then you woke up walked up not woke up that made things really uncomfortable. <laughs> I was sleeping in the corner. Haley drank to excess when was passed out. In the wow, she's passed out. How long did you guys get here? Ten minutes ago. She fell in the open bar. She was room. very memorable. She that'll work. When uh, I drew cuss words on her forehead. That's well. One of them was just something phallic. Mm-hmm. A drawing. A drawing. Anyway. All right. So keep an eye on people's toes, shoulders, and their eyes, which is very bizarre. But people kind of point towards what they want, whether they know it or not. Um, So if they're loosely pointing towards you, like their toes or their shoulders, and they've turned. Or making good eye contact. Exactly. That means they're open to engage with you more. Why this is, you'll have to read the book. It's been a long time since we've read it. It's basically your body points towards what you want. Which, that's what I... So if that, you want to escape someone, <laughs> your body's pointing towards the escape. Yes. <laughs> Which is very bizarre. Like, I don't know I don't know why it's that way, but you read the book. It's a great book. This is one I've definitely utilized in groups of people. Oh, um, heck yeah. And we've got people that's not even in this industry. Um, my best friend, Lauren, she works in orthodontics, and she read the book, and it just... It's amazing. Like, I've got all these friends and acquaintances and every different walks of life, and it's helped them. It's really interesting. Um, maybe do an audiobook. Yeah. I uh, read. I don't. I went to Paulding. I can't time read. To read. I can't read. All right. Go ahead. All right. So, um, when you get these groups going, you want to keep your groups kind of on the smaller side? Between three and four people. This is the reason you want to keep your group small enough to where everybody has a chance to speak. Um, If you get a group that's way too big, then one person sometimes kind of overshadows everybody else. And it's not a good... Yeah, Nobody's going to be memorable but that one blowhard that's blowing hard. (laughs) 
What kind of what kind of networking events are you going to? <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, well. Oh, and also, okay, so this is funny. I'm going to skip over this one for a second. And the reason you want to keep them smaller, too, the parties can be really loud. Mm-hmm. So you want to be close enough to people that they can hear you and you can hear them and not, sh- like, screaming and shouting. But also, you don't want to be so smushed in when you've got this huge group of people that you're, like, nose to nose. Yeah. Like, that's, it's like, icky. Personal space. I have a very large personal space. <clears throat> oh, my God. I do, too. And everyone laughs at me. They're like, but you're so friendly and, like, one of the first people to go give somebody a hug. And I'm like, yeah, because I control the personal space then. Yeah. Like, like have I, at least two arms length away not, from me. Like That's comfortable. T- no, like two. Yeah. Like, I get you, totally. From here to that door. She's pushing me away right now. Y'all can't see that, but she's pushing me. Our, in our studio right now. I can't touch him with my arm completely extended. Oh, but my arms are much longer than yours. I bet you still can't touch my torso. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, I'm going to get um, different chairs, and we're scooting farther apart. <laughs> nice. But you don't want to be all up in people's grill. It's uncomfortable. Um, never do the double handshake. That's point blank. Yeah. And don't linger in the handshake. It's like one of those, if you shake hands, so you can't see this, but me and Jay are going to shake hands. Okay. Three, two, one. It's very nice to meet you. And you keep talking and you introduce yourself. Oh, it should be yeah. a, okay. Three, I can't stand two, it. Three, two, one. Shaking hands. Nice to meet you. Release. Yeah. None of that nonsense. Three seconds or less. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Quickies. We don't, I don't. I can't stand that. It's one of the things that aggravates, like, I'm a oh, recovering introvert. Yeah, she's like, yeah. So I'm a recovering introvert, and I cannot stand when somebody goes to shake hands with you, and you shake hands with them, and you release. Like you can feel that. Everybody can feel that. And they hold on to it. And they continue to hold. So then you have to rematch their, you know. Yeah, that firmness. Don't give a limp handshake. We get in debates about this all the time, and he's like, "Well, you can have a limp handshake. Like if you go and shake a woman's hand." It can be like the super light, like sideways. As if she presents her hand up. No. Like knuckles and up for that. N- nope, nope, nope. Yeah. That's what I said. You take her hand and say, you shake like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that aggressive? I probably clipped on that. I'm not fixing the audio level. Actually, I had a flashback to uh, Hulk Hogan. but Brother. Brother. You can do it, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so shaking hands. Yeah. So, so you know, go ahead. This so is... there's this uh, there's this term we used to use in Nashville. I think they still use it today. It's we called do. <laughs> germing. G H E R M I N G. And what it means, like you would go to like bars and stuff, and they would have it tacked on the wall and nailed up. No germing because there's you know music industry people everywhere. So if you're uh, wondering what that is. It's basically how to put this. It's, We've got this broke down in two ways, and no, 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 my, no, no, no. So it's like if you see, it's the Nashville term for seeing somebody that's like important, influential, and throwing, and you're trying to throw. Oh no, there goes my water. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, you're trying to throw your CD, your demo, your business cards in their face to like listen to that. So you don't want to be doing that at these parties. I mean, obviously, there's a there's a time and place when you can politely ask them to listen to it. So whether, you know, that's in their office, you know, at one of their record labels or publishing houses, like something, or even like an 
networking event that they are there solely to meet people coming up and they've asked you to do this. Yeah. Um, but a party or social situations when that's not part of it. Yeah. Like if you see Rihanna at one of these parties and you're like, Oh my God, Rihanna here. Listen, listen to my shit. <laughs> she's going to be like, who the hell are you? Then she's going to have to carry a CD around all night, which is unpleasant. And I promise you, if you're if giving anyone, out CDs now, <laughs> and if anyone hands, if anyone hands you a CD, I don't put it, it in my automatically thing. becomes a coaster. Oh my God. For real though. So, uh, yeah, I haven't – in this kind of setting, I haven't asked anybody to listen to anything really. Normally, if I got something, I will throw it to a publisher friend of mine that I got some single-song contracts through, and that's – That's it. That's pretty much – yeah, that's it. Yeah, but essentially, no germing. Don't be passing it out like a maniac. Um, even your business cards. Don't be throwing your business cards out to everybody hoping that somebody is going to call you back. You don't need to be plastering the room trying to get, you know, that one phone call because you're not making any real connections with anybody there. You're, you're literally not being hopping. Authentic. No, you're being a bullhole. Bung hulia! Bung hey! Really? Yeah. That's how I feel really good about it. So I guess let's take a quick break. Sure. Let's do on that. On that note and um, get some coffee, some water, mm-hmm. eat some food. All right. Y'all stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, we always want to stop and take an opportunity to thank you for listening and to give you the places where you can find us on social media. Oh, heck yeah. You guys can find us at neonrainbowpodcast.com or on Twitter at Podcast Neon and Instagram at nrpodcast. If you guys want to shoot us an email, please feel free to do so. It is just neonrainbowpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at Jaren Weaver. And me at Haley Fletcher. All right. Now back to the show. All right. And we are back after some bizarre difficulties. Kind of bizarre. I would say we had gremlins sitting in the computer, but we didn't mean to save this for the last portion of this episode, but I just kind of... It happened that way. It happened that way. So a lot of these it big events it, that it did. So at a lot of these parties, obviously, there's going to be some sort of celebrity or some major artists that are there. Um, uh, you hope, <laughs> <laughs> right? So like we were saying earlier, whether it's a number one uh, party or it's a release or you know anything like that, whether it's song of the year, anything like that. Normally. The big artists that made that happen, ooh, as I'm dropping stuff, are going to be there. Um, and there's proper etiquette for, oh, sorry, when talking to um, like artists anyway, but especially in these types of situations. Yeah. So uh, many times I see, blah, many times the celebrity will be there for about the first hour, hour and a half, something like that. And they'll be there long enough to take pictures, shake hands, and normally they're out. And doing their own thing after that. Yeah, they got a bunch. Of sh- they got shit to do. They're busy. Exactly. They're busy people. Everybody wants them. So, so the good news is is that the celebrity for us may be one of the most least important people in the room, which is crazy to think about. But I mean, it makes sense. Besides a photo op and being able to meet them and kind of maybe pick their brain a little bit, but in the scheme of things, 
they've got people behind them that are doing all of that. Exactly. So that's the whole reason behind it. So a lot of times the artist doesn't have any control over the songs they cut, what they're doing, the clothes they're wearing. You know, a lot of times they're just simply puppets. So it's kind of a sad thing, but yeah, it's kind of the way it rolls. But so it's helpful before you go, as Haley said in the first half of this podcast, uh, the idea of doing your research before you go, if it's for some type of award party or something like that. And you can find out who all worked on the projects, who they worked with on the past. And a lot of times eh, you might also want to look up, you know, who has worked with those same producers on other projects. Because normally there's going to be a lot of people there that you're going to see, recognize, talk to that you don't know how successful they are in the fingerprint they've put on that particular artist. Right. So, I mean, behind every artist they've got an A&R, you know, they've got a manager, they've got a publisher, a producer, anything like that. Be looking for some of the people behind the scenes rather than the artists themselves. Because they're the actual movers and shakers. Exactly. So, and between that and if you get to see them, great. Um, But interacting with them is kind of a whole different beast and not even just interacting with them, but... Obviously, they've got a bunch of stuff that they're doing, so it's not always going to be the right time to go up and say, hey, what's up? I mean, (laughs) they're people, they've got stuff to do, and a lot of the times it's an appearance, and they've got to go play, or you know, they've got to be catching a red eye to go do something, so they're busy. Or they got a day in town, and they'd like to see their wife. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, so respect their time. If obviously if they're busy, don't don't bug them. But the biggest thing with interacting with these people, think of them as peers and approach them as if they are your peers because they are. Absolutely. They're doing what we're doing on a much bigger scale, but it is the same business. The only difference is, is they've got people that do the booking and the promoting and like producing everything else. They're not doing it DIY like they used yeah. to. Unlike the boat that some most of us are in right now. But we're all doing the same thing. It's yeah. just on a bigger scale. It's very true. I remember um, the brief time I was famous. I was never rich, but I was famous for a short time in small <laughs> circles. And I remember a lot of times people come up to you and try to talk to you. And they put you on this weird... Pedestal. I hate using pedestal, but that's the word everybody uses. And no matter how you try to talk to them and make them realize you're a person and talk to them just like they're normal people, they could not get that through their heads. And so it's like the artist a lot of time is not the one putting on the separation between us and them. A lot of times it's it's the the fans that that put up that wall. They're weird about it. They're the ones that make it this huge thing. But we got the opportunity to meet one of our favorite songwriters and singers out of um, Texas, Red Dirt Country, which is our favorite, Mr. Zane Williams. Oh, man. He was and, so amazing. Um, he was amazing. And we literally sat there and talked to him probably for about 45 minutes. And yeah, it's one after. Of things like, and then before, it was probably an hour and a half. Yeah. And we sat there and in the conversation with him, there were times like... You know, we know that we need to let ourselves go, let him get about his business and all that kind of stuff. But apparently he was just out having fun that day. And so every time we're like, you know, we probably need to go. Thank you so much for talking with us. We really, really enjoyed it. Like, he Started wouldn't let asking, us leave. Like, stopped asking. I don't mean like he wouldn't let us leave. I mean, but he would ask questions. You know, he, he went and got a beer and came back and just sat there and talked with us. And it was fantastic. It was awesome. Yeah, he he was just, oh. He was a delight. Like, oh, I've always, and you guys know, when you get to meet somebody that, like, I, he's probably one of my favorite songwriters of all time. 
Like he he's, is amazing. He's amazing. And his music too. I mean, he writes all of his own stuff. And even his performance, we just saw him at uh, Eddie's Attic and it was just him with the guitar and it was I mean, that man brought me to tears. Like Absolutely. He's, he's amazing. But we're gonna be talking about this us sitting and chit-chatting with them. So obviously, like we said, if they're in a rush, leave them alone. They got stuff to do. But the best way to do it is just to make eye contact and kind of smile and nod at them. Um, It kind of helps give you confidence and kind of like, hey, (laughs) so how you doing? (laughs) And then it gives them a chance to acknowledge you. Like they're going to know you're coming. Right. So it's not just like, hey, man, what's up? Like... (laughs) But it gives them a chance to acknowledge you, and you know if they do, great. And then maybe that's kind of like a cue to go up and talk to them. Or if they don't, maybe they don't see you. But try that first. It's way less invasive and not nearly as nerve wracking if you are nervous to do it that way. But when you do, just walk up to them, introduce yourself, tell them that you're a fan of their work. Don't go crazy about it. Um, A thing that did we already talk about Rent and Link? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so... I don't know. We had some technical difficulties. That's true. We've tried to do this a few times, and it just gremlins. I don't know what was happening. And it's been a different show every time. (laughs) True. There was three other versions of this. Y'all never hear. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. But they were talking about um, when they were doing their uh, Hollywood, like, red carpet. It's like the actor version of this, the whatever version. And going up to actors, and they caught themselves asking, you know, well, what else have you played in? And they didn't get a good response with that, which is kind of the Should same Should I know as, you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what do I know you from? But it's it was something that we implemented when we met Zane was instead of asking, you know, or even talking about his other projects, which I made sure to let him know that I adored and I loved them. But it was, what are you working on next? Yeah. Get them talking about themselves. Which we all like to talk about ourselves. I don't. I hate talking about myself. Okay, so we don't all like to talk about ourselves. I like ourselves, to talk about my the dog. the majority of people like to feel like people are interested in them. Oh, heck yeah. I think the way around it, though, is to be something, be interested in them for something other than what they're known for. Yep. And I think you'll make more of an impact. Oh, I think so, too. Rather but- than... Oh, I loved your song. Yeah, everybody likes that song. Right. It's the reason why I got one. this award. That's, <laughs> that's what bought me my two beach houses. I love this song. <laughs> oh, that's uncomfortable. Just a little bit. I like it. I like it. Go ahead. All right. So another thing to do is if, if you know who's going to be at this place, um, do some research. See what's going on in their lives. If they've won. Obviously, we're talking about. You know, winning awards, that kind of thing. So, if they've won an award, they have a new single. They got married. They had a baby. Um, they have a really cute dog or whatever on Instagram. All that stuff. Bring that stuff up. It's going to make them feel more human and give you something more to connect with them on. Right. Um, don't make it weird. <laughs> um, stick- she tells me that three or four times a day. Oh, easily. Don't, don't make it weird. Pretty much. But stick to like widely publicized, well-known things like don't drop some personal thing that you heard from you know somebody that shouldn't know I'm thinking, like through the so, grapevine how's the drinking problem going you good <laughs> you got your chip can you get your soda water so 
Heard your wife's leaving you. (laughs) She's what? (laughs) These are things you don't say. Yeah, so don't drop like crazy personal private information you learn through whether it's somebody else or like an online gossip magazine or something. And keep it positive. Right. (laughs) Like I've I've made statements that were derogatory. What? Well, like we had a friend of ours we met and I was talking about a producer I worked with early on in my career that, uh, you know, I felt like had just taken me for a lot of money. So, like, I literally handed him the check, and the next day he had, like, this brand-new, super nice car. So I brought that up when I met this new guy, and we were just kind of shooting the breeze. And he's like, well, well, how much did he charge you? And I gave him the amount, and he's like, well, that's pretty much what I charge. <laughs> so and then I couldn't go back and go, well, there was more to the story than that. And there was, but— And there was more, but at that point, it just—it would have been awkward. Backpedaling? Yeah, so— Keep it positive. Yeah. So make sure. So like we were trying to do with Zane is end the conversation with like, you know, I know you're busy. I don't want to keep you, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. Um, But it was so funny. Yeah, he was, we'd had such a good time. That was awesome. And we had Sam that was on the podcast before and her mom, we brought them, we introduced them to him probably this last year and they just, oh my God, they had so much fun and they really enjoyed chit-chatting with him and zane was just so gracious and so sweet and chit-chatted with all of us and he just maybe we'll have to tag him on this episode if you're ever in the atlanta area if you're not based here eddie's attic is an awesome venue they're not a sponsor or anything like that there should be but um they do a lot for the songwriting community they have a lot of um songwriting contest and all that kind of stuff i don't really if you've listened any time i don't like contest but it's a really cool um it's one of the truly besides the ones that or the one that we've started, there's not many huge like cultivating or trying to cultivate songwriters to get together and perform things. Um, it's that one and um, Red Clay Theater, mm-hmm. which was Red Clay Theater is owned by the previous owner of Eddie's Attic. Yeah. Um, both really big like beacons, I think, in the yeah. Atlanta music scene. It's a great place if you got an artist that you really like. It's a great place to see them in an intimate kind of atmosphere. And more so, expensive. Like, more than likely, they're not having a drum kit in there. The room's no. very small. Like some of the tables butt up directly to the stage. Oh, it's teeny. So if that tells you how intimate of a show it can be, but it's fantastic. If that's oh, what God, you're yeah. in for. Yeah, it's. We've seen Blackhawk. We've seen Zane Williams. We Clay saw Cook. Clay Cook. We've seen. I think that's. I think that was it. Jaron Weaver. <coughs> we weren't dating then, but nope, didn't go see you. Oh no. No, you didn't. I wasn't paying to go see you. Please. <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track here. <laughs> all right, sorry. My bad. All right. So after making all these connections, make sure you follow up. Um, I mean, follow up the next day or the next few, you know, next few days, the next week, because it makes them feel like they were memorable and they made an impression, which yeah. in turn kind of does the same for you. Um, one thing that I learned in school, when you were doing things like that and following up, when you call them, don't say, hey, you know, for example, if I was calling Jay, hey, Jay, you know, it's, you know, this is Haley Fletcher. Avoid that when you're on the phone because it's like you're reintroducing yourself and s- somehow in your mind or in their mind, you, they're now viewing you again 
as a stranger. So makes, makes more so if I were to call you after an event and say, hey, Jaren, it's Haley. You know, it was a such good time meeting you at so-and-so event. So recap Fine, where I'll they – go out with you, Haley. That's, <laughs> it worked. He put a ring on it. <laughs> but it's recap. Don't reintroduce yourself, but recap. Because realistically, if they're meeting that many people, yeah. they may not remember you. And don't take offense to that. Yeah. But – Recap instead of reintroducing yourself. I made the mistake one time of uh, there's a local celebrity in this area that was a one of the talk show hosts that was a uh, judge when I was on just a little small television show that was local. And we met on that, and I listened to his show a lot. And I met him years later, and I made the worst mistake. I walked up to him, went to go shake his hand, and say, "Hey, do you remember me?" And as the words were coming out of my mouth, I knew I should not be saying these words. Cause it automatically hey, bro, puts, do you remember me? <laughs> well, it automatically puts them on defense if they don't automatically remember you. Oh, God, yeah. So, like, it was literally like, it was almost to the point of he just said no and walked off. Like, it was that bad. Ooh. But he, he's been known of being a little bit of an asshole. But There's a lot of those around here. Yeah. There's a lot of those around here. And these parts. And these parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next thing we're going to talk about is when you meet people, keep your promises. If you're going to say, I mean, if you're going to call, if you're going to tell someone you're going to call them, do it. If you're going to make an introduction for them, do it. If you say you're going to meet someone at a specific time or do something, just do what you say and say what you do. It's it's pretty self-explanatory, and that kind of goes with following up. Like, oh, yep, you know, I'll give you a phone call this week, and, you know, we'll talk more. Make sure you guys are calling them because if you're doing that in a timely manner, you get a reputation as a man or a woman of your word, and people are a lot more inclined to help you out wherever they can if they know that you're like you're true to your word, yeah. you're trustworthy, and you're punctual. Like it just you seems that you're more trustworthy that way, so it just makes sense. I think the music stuff that I do is the one thing I'm actually punctual in. Mm. Oh, Mm. we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The last one is just don't fake it. And that goes with, I mean, pretty much everything. But specifically, I mean, when you hear people talking about whether it's a production term you're not familiar with or a person that you maybe vaguely think you know, anything like that, there's no... Don't you know who I think I am? (laughs) Right? Just... Admit that you don't know it. I mean, you seeking knowledge and asking them more about it isn't embarrassing. It doesn't show you as like a smaller person, but you talking on a subject or a person like you know them or about it makes you look like a jackass. And that's embarrassing. Like, Yeah, you don't want to look like a jackass. No. So if you're not quite sure what they're talking about, they're not going to be like, "Ah, oh, my God. But if you just ask. Absolutely. Don't weigh in if you don't know. Absolutely. All right, so this uh, next one is actually not on the list, but something I thought of. When you go to these events, you want to keep in mind that the people that you meet that aren't doing things now, that aren't famous, that are in the exact same spot you're in right now, could surpass you quicker than you get there. Mm -hmm. So everybody that you meet, just because they're not at that point the next big thing, doesn't mean that they're not going to be. Yeah, that or just because immediately they can't help you doesn't mean it's not worth having a relationship with them. Yeah, and emphasize it's it's keep in mind that you're if you're in an area to help other people as well, help other people. 
I mean, so much stuff comes back to you, as Haley was just talking about reputation-wise. Everybody wants to work with someone with a good reputation. And Mm -hmm. one way to do that is if you're a giver more than you're a receiver. I would would agree with that. It's hard to – it's not even hard to do, but it's hard to be able to help people. We try to when we can. That's why we started this podcast and our writer's night. Like, it's just – it's – Information that not maybe everybody even knows how to go about looking up. And even when we're looking up some of these topics, it's hard to find exactly the answers that we need to help round some of these out. But this is us helping you guys where and when we can. And helping ourselves. I mean, we got to do the research and we don't know all this stuff all the time. Oh, God, no. So we got to dig into it ourselves. I feel like any music industry like Trivia Night... (laughs) Ask me about digital streaming, man. I got you. I got you. All right. The last one isn't even – I guess it's not even really a last one. But if it gets – if formal networking like events or just the thought of it makes you like break out in hives and makes you cold sweat, like sometimes it can for me. Just remember networking is literally just a fancy word for talking to people who work in the same industry as you. So we're all musicians. We're all in the music business. You're chatting with people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. So don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Don't freak yourself out. Be quietly confident and knowledgeable because it's just as impressive as being Mr. Schmoozy Pants. Oh, really? Mr. Who? Schmoozy. How do you spell that? Um, S-H-M-O-O-Z-E-Y. Schmoozy. schmoozy. Everybody get schmoozy. <laughs> Rick and Morty, sponsor us, please. No, I but, hate that show. <laughs> no. Hate it. But just do your homework, be yourself, and just be respectful and be genuine, and you're going to be fine. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, and if you made it to a party like this, more than likely, it's not going to be your last one. Oh, God, no. So keep in mind there's there's going to be other opportunities. Nope, and even if somebody isn't able to help you out... We've met some really great friends that we still talk to all of the time through these types of events. So yeah, yeah. that's, I guess, it for this episode, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Y'all been listening to the Neon Rainbow Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all you crazy folks out there that have dared, dared to, to chase, chase your musical dreams. dreams. So remember, work hard, dream big, stay focused, and, and surround, surround yourself, yourself with, with good, good people. people. Until next week. Bye, guys. Bye.